Hello, Hi. welcome Hi. back. Right here. Nice job, Mike. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> so how often do you guys think about things to do for the intro? What, every like what's time. I keep getting in I my own way, I have to bite though. my tongue every time. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's those intrusive not? thoughts. Yeah. As an ADHD human, I have to control those, and I've gotten very good at it. You, Obviously, because really this is the first time I jumped it. in. Yeah, yeah, the first time. Yeah. It's the first time. It's totally ever. the first. Time. Totally <laughs> the first. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you guys could start doing the intro. I'm down. I'm down if you want to give it a shot. I don't want that kind of pressure. Yeah, I like to not just get carried ruin away. your intro. That's Absolutely, fun, that is what right? I would rather do. Whenever yeah. I want to, I want to ruin your intro. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ruined. Actually, it's not. It's, at it's, all. it's the same way. It's making it better. But not at the same time because yours is perfect. That's not exactly what my intro is. I got you. Yeah. So you have to interfere. You're zhuzh it up a little bit. Put your little <laughs> Just zhuzhing. Zhuzhing. Okay. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome to you listeners listening at the, on the pod. I don't know why I just took I thought you were going to hit me with yeah, your flip-flop. <laughs> he just took <laughs> off his chancleta like he was about to hit us with it. Um, uh, yeah. How are you guys doing? Doing good? Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah doing pretty good. Can't how about yourself? Good to see you guys. How are you? Your beard looks good. Thanks. I don't know what I did differently. I showered. That's that good. It? That'll I think make it's the beard lay down a little bit better. It's a good better. length yeah. right now. You know, it's not like ridiculously long or anything, right. but yeah, it's got of, good face coverage. It's not long enough to like keep and, and trap food for a long period mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've come to this spot of like, I, I don't, because I, I remember I got rid of it completely. Yeah. I was not a big fan of it super short. Right. Yep. I don't want to have the big beard again, yep. so I'm like. In I like. This, I like. I'm like keeping this. it cultivated. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of standing. I'm still working on the head shaving thing. What? Oh, we asked. You use a razor, right? I do. To do. I do. Yeah. You Highly don't recommend. Use any of those little like a uh, curved shaped? So I, I bought I, one of those things. I looked at those, but I'm like, you paying extra money when razor blades already are expensive enough. Like, razor why am I going to pay for even specialized razor blades for a, a fucking? toy car that rolls around my scalp. Wait, I, it, I shave it, it just fine. I thought it was like just like an electric buzzer thing. Yeah. Oh, you got the electric one. It oh, doesn't yeah. have blades, well, right? Yeah, they have I the little one. like toy car ones that look like uh, <laughs> Hot Wheels. Ones. Yeah, seriously. Half it's like a Hot Wheels and then it has a blade so you roll it along your oh, scalp. Oh, I have not seen I've that. I've never That's heard what I thought because we were still talking about razors. No, the electric clearly, ones I do like. I thought he was making stuff up because he does Social know. media I thought, is you know, clearly like marketing Michael with it was. all of his oh, bald what? man When products. I first started shaving my head, like that's the kind of stuff that you, you come across. Now, the, the electric razors, um, the little handheld ones that have the, the four discs and five, whatever. I do like those but they still take longer than it takes me to just you know every other day when i happen to be in the shower i shave it takes three to five minutes do they get as close to the scalp i bet they don't uh they're actually fairly close you'll still feel light stubble but it looks like it's it's been shaved okay Mm -hmm. basically yeah i invested in so i bought a an electric one because i I'm not going to use a razor. That's why I stopped shaving my face in the first place. <laughs> yeah. was because I was like over trying to clean a razor and do all that stuff. Like I was, it's not going to happen. So I bought an electric one 
Um, but I didn't look at any reviews or anything. I like spontaneously was like, oh, I wanted to get one of these. I'll try this one. I got it home and I was like, you know, I should probably look it up. How good is this one? And the reviews were so bad. <laughs> so I did not what's, buy what's it. What's it called? Um, it's actually sitting right here. I mean, the, the one uh, I got, I the reviews it. are pretty good and I, I like. And, and the replacement blades on it are only like, I think, 10 to 12 so bucks. So you do have to replace those blades. A- every electric razor, you have to replace the blades. Clearly, I don't have any electric right. razors. Right. But you can replace that every like <laughs> four to six. Do they make electric th- razors for women's legs? Um, I actually have seen some marketed to ladies. And they have epilators too. Epilepsies. Epile- what are those things called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you never heard of that? The things that they're like electric, but I've you run along and it pulls yes. the hair out. So it's kind of like waxing. Oh. What? But faster. You guys know nothing about hair stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>, what? <laughs> it's like waxing, but faster? I, I think it's an epilator. No, it's it's like waxing, but it's an electric, kind of like an electric razor, but it literally like micro pulls the hair out. Chrissy, I thought we brought you on the pod for the female stuff. The female stuff. stuff. That kind I'm of covering... Both sides right now. <laughs> Thank God for Michael. Um, no, I have seen some like electric razors. That's the one you I've bought? I've also read a lot of reviews. Yeah. And, like, Let me see that thing. I don't know if it's you're going to Oh, no, that's the... garbage. The Bald I... Buddy? There's no way I would have bought that. <laughs> this, the name itself is stupid. Yeah, it's like by the Cup Buddy. It's called Did the Bald Buddy. Did you find this in like in the As Seen on TV section of like Walgreens? Oh, you bought that locally. And Walmart. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. That was your that's first where you messed mistake. up. No, you, you got to go on internet. Amazon. It's an As Seen on Shark Tank. That's what sold me. That's what got me. I'm a Shark Tank guy. I okay, like Shark so Tank. Shark Tank. So what have the reviews said? You get Shark Tank endorsement, and it's not good. Um, yeah, they weren't great. We the gotta be careful of reviews. Great. Like the average person's an idiot. So like the whoa, reviews whoa, on there no, are no, like. No, 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 no. Let, let me let me. When I go in the reviews, I go in expecting people to be stupid. That's okay. important. Okay. That's yeah. exactly how I look. And I so I read review. I go right to the one stars. Mm-hmm. And I read all I, the I one the stars. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I'm reading the one stars, I'm like, nope, you're just stupid. That's yeah. not a one star. <laughs> yeah. um, the color wasn't what is, I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but how's or, it work, dum dum? Yeah. Or, or stupid stuff. Like, I bought it and after I dropped it, it immediately broke. Yeah. I'm like, well, well, you're an idiot. You dropped <laughs> yeah. it. Well, how high did you, you drop think? it? Second yeah. story. Yeah, <laughs> okay. stuff like that. Into the pool. You would have stopped working. Can't send you back. Or I tr- when I tried to buy it, they. Uh, I got the wrong color. I went to exchange it, and they wouldn't let me exchange it. One star. Like, yeah. that has nothing to do with the product. Yeah. That's only your man at Walmart or yeah. whatever store you yeah. bought it at. Yeah. So I immediately read all the one stars and see. Right, right, right. And then I'll go to the five stars and see, because I hate five-star reviews that it's like, just bought it, used it one time, yeah. five-star review. I'm like, no, that's not a five-star no, review. That's, you not. that's not long enough. Mm-hmm. Would okay. you think Amazon was going to hire you to review shit? Yeah. <gasps> That's what they might have done for that person. Now, Walmart, again, has a good return policy. So just pop that bad boy out and get after it. That's why I haven't opened it, because I'm going to return it. Oh, you mean uh, to try it There first. you go, yeah. Oh. But, anyways, but I'm not the, that guy. I the can't one, the that. One if I, I use it, I'm not going to return it. The one it. I bought doesn't have as long of a handle, so it's a nice little palm kind of handle Which that you one can is just it? roll around. I don't remember. It was on Amazon. It had a weird name. Yeah, they all, one They're that's... all coming out of China, so it's, it's, it was like started with a Y, the name on it. <laughs> I, I can look it up, essentially. I, I, oh, I also have it in my truck, which I happen to have driven here. Why wow. do you have it in your truck? Because you I'm you're efficient. You're driving Correct. and shaving. When I use that, I'm, I'm on the go, or I have somewhere special to be, and I got to pop the hairs off of my head. Mm-hmm. And then you pop that. right off. Now, you know, I'm, they have this thing that you can take that just pulls the hairs it's out. It's kind of like... It's an epilepsy. It's, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like waxing, waxing. but faster. Right. Rips Nobody the hairs said out. faster. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy said faster. faster. Did I? I don't 
think yeah, I said we anything. already know she is not reliable with hair removal products. <laughs> I don't know anything about now, hair Now, the other products. pro tip I will say, if you're using an electric razor for your head, is you buy the uh, uh, electric razor shave stuff. It's like a, what's the aftershave stuff called? And, and, and uh, He's not an aphrodisiac. Me again, everyone. I I've know. lost all my words. An aphrodisiac? <laughs> <laughs> It's I said it's not in Africa. <laughs> it is something. What the word for, the for it opens up your pores. Oh, okay. And so this product you put on your head and it opens your pores. Shambles. No, it makes, you... your, it makes it easier to cut. Friend. Stand by, right. people. Okay. We are learning He's so much today on the podcast. because my dog's laying on Yeah, him AJ's and... being super cute. He's like laying on Michael upside down. And when Michael stops petting him, he paws at him in the cutest way. Oh, are you going to drive me nuts now? when it oh, I have to let him word. out of the room. He wants to leave. Bye, AJ. We appreciate your participation in today's podcast. I'm not poor strips. Astringent. Astringent. It is an astringent. Oh. So basically, it makes the hair follicles stand up because you could use it on your face and then shave, <laughs> but I, I put it on the head. So you just pop the. <laughs> so you put that on your head and then shave, and it, it shaves a lot easier. Perfect. I hope we have some bald people listening who need yeah. all of this information. Listen, there's plenty of bald people out there. Stop and fighting it. In the Take the hairs world. off your head, mm-hmm. okay? Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham have already set who the path Who was the one I sent you? Oh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. I was sending Michael um, <laughs> kind of off-brand versions of all of the famous bald men <laughs> that I feel like he should stunt double for. Yeah, I would just, love to stunt but double. I was thinking switch he would, their letters. I just switched the letters of their names, yeah. yeah. And I, I was still, thinking, Jason Statham stunt double is still my, my dream job. I was thinking you could be a really call. jacked Stanley Tucci. Tanley <laughs> Tucci. I feel like you... I mean, of all those bald men... I think I feel like he's the closest one you resemble. Well, yeah. Jason I mean, we're, we're both five eleven. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's the same. You got. Why do you know this? So you oh, like think... I haven't looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I haven't obsessed about it endlessly. Huge Statham fan. I think he could be. So the what rock, else do you have like, in common with him? You just you know have to get all the things. Giant. You no, know, we're both bald, jacked, yeah. handsome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and five eleven. I've covered this already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm super disappointed because the Meg 2 is coming yeah, out, says he's in which that. means it's already been filmed, uh, which means I've missed out on the stunt double and, and water, water stuff, water which safety. I'm legitimately perfect for. What is it's as if the Meg? maybe water was You've never happy. seen the Meg? I never saw the Meg. I'm not going to lie to you. entertaining. I feel I like you're making stuff up just to get me no, going. No, no. It's here. a Megalodon. It's a shark Correct. movie about sh- a it's big about Megalodon a Meg that shark gets that released and then... Probably... Does attacks. Entertainment ensues. And now there's <laughs> the second serious? one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so a, it's a fun watch. It's he really thinks we're messing with him. No. I <laughs> do. Like you guys have never messed we with me. We've never done the, that never, ever, ever once. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, real yeah. movie. I'm really bad with movies. I don't watch movies. I like, know. Really so I don't ever. even know why I bother telling you about the, it. The last movie that I saw in the theater was actually recently, but uh, was the Mario Brothers movie. The oh, okay. Cur- All right. I feel like you, you know. said Mario weird. He did. He said Mario. Yeah. I don't think I like that. Like, you'll say all <laughs> the, the Latin stuff with an accent, but as soon as it goes Italian, you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a Tortillas older half-brother who is Mario. And Mario. So, that's uh, still wrong for, for Hispanic words. That's how it's, we pr- pronounce it. Mario. It's Mario. Mario and Luigi. Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> It's a me, Mario. Yeah, see, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You have to say, it's me, Mario. It's me, Mario. It's me. Here we go. There's a stunt double for you. I can well, stunt double for me. a little pudgy. I'm not willing to gain that kind of weight or lose that kind you of weight. You can just wear like a that? fat suit, Or become Mike? a cartoon. Yeah, Mike, where do you draw the lines about like what you're willing to do to be in a movie? And what kind of movies? I, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can make you starve. The, the way I see it, the actors that, that we're most known for like gaining and losing a drastic amount of weight are making millions for, for that given movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the best I'm doing no, those is... Those ones you've heard of. There are other correct. people who have done it. You just never correct. heard of them. But they're still going to make more than my, my typical SAG rate on a given day. So I don't think I'm... Un, I think I'm mostly unwilling to make that drastic of a change without some drastic compensation for it. So, yeah. so there's nothing you wouldn't do. It's just a matter of how much is it worth it financially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So to gain... Because I could do it, but to it's... Gain 50 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, 50 felt like a lot, but yeah. to gain 50 oh, pounds. 50 is, a, 50 is a lot. I, what did I gain, 35-ish yeah. when I did the fit to fat to fit thing? Ah, 50 is nothing. I did it. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> but I just, I felt fucking awful. And so to go through that process of getting up to there, feeling awful all the time, getting through three to six months of shooting yeah. while I'm feeling Maintaining awful. Maintaining the awful. Right. And yeah. then feeling awful while I get myself back on track. Like, I, the compensation would have to, to be there for that. But at least we know you can do it, so. Yo, I can definitely do it. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting. Do I'll it film too. it all. It's going to be wonderful. It would be. <laughs> I thought about you, so I just booked a trip to go out to Vegas um, in November with my buddy, who has never been, so I'm very excited. And while we were looking, I've been telling him how much walking it is and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you better start training now. Like, start walking now because <laughs> it's so much walking. And then I sent him a list of all these eating challenges. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I cannot be training for walking <laughs> and eating challenges at the same time. I Pick think that's one. the perfect time to do both of those things. Yeah, that's what I yeah. said. It is. But I thought about you, Mike, because one of the major eating challenges out there that I looked at, it was like the yeah. top 12 eating challenges in Vegas. Was a cereal one. Ooh. What? Is it at that cereal place? Or? Yeah, I think uh, so. Nice. That What's cereal, the challenge? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. It was something like, like a, it was like a gallon of milk. You don't have to drink all the milk though, but it's like a gallon of milk on mm. like three pounds of cereal or something ridiculous. I don't remember what. I told you I don't all remember. At once? I'm looking How it up soggy is that gonna be, man? Well, you just I would imagine you pour a. Bowl at a time, which is I the only no way I would eat mass cereal again. Because the last time I tried doing the or did the two boxes, that's probably yeah. why it just got they, warm and soggy. That's probably why they would do it that way, though, because yeah. that makes it harder to do. I mean, I still got through it. There was I one. Mean, I, I, I remember walking did. past one when I was there, and it was like something about your body weight. Like it had to do with like how much you weighed or something. Oh no, they weigh you. Um, so that one. Oh, they weigh you to make one? sure you've eaten three pounds. You have to gain a certain amount of weight or no, you get a discount based off of how much you weigh. Yes. That's yes. what it was. It's a heart attack, uh, yeah. grill or something it's called, but they have a massive eating contest. thing. I can't remember what that one is either. It's like a, th- Three pound burger and uh, two pounds of fries that you'd eat. Like <sighs> finding my fit is going to Vegas. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was something like that. But if you don't eat it, you pay for it. No, well, you pay for it. Yeah, they spank you. Oh well, no way! They take a belt and they whoop and they spank. And Sounds you like a reward to me. Yes. <laughs> Vegas is on another level. What? Yeah. That's so it's like really like like people. Yeah, I remember seeing something. It's about very it was, controversial. It was like a place. big discount for like if you weighed some amount of weight that seemed astronomical to burger. me. All right. As a tiny lady, but yeah, I can do that. Yeah, cereal like, one sounds delightful though. Most I've ever done was three family size okay, boxes of cereal. What if, what if Michael, after a full day of eating? What if it was just Cheerios? I like Cheerios. Just plain old Cheerios. I mean, I'm not going to be super excited about it, but I would it. be really upset if they were like, "Here's some just unsugared." All right, Boring here it is. cereal. I don't think they have unsugared Cheerios. Have you ever had a Cheerio? 
If you're well, the yeah, cuckoo honey for nut Cheerios. No, 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 no. Wait, what? Cheerios. The ones you feed to babies. It tastes like cardboard. Not honey nut Cheerios. Joke's on you. I don't feed babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not honey nut Cheerios. I love honey nut Cheerios. Okay, I was about to say. I was yeah. very confused. Regular Cheerios or honey nut Cheerios without anything that tastes good on them. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. And some vanilla milk over here or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a cereal challenge. If you're... The- if you're the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs type, <laughs> you have to try this cereal challenge at Cereal Killers. New Cocoa Puffs. Located inside Planet Hollywood. You'll have 60 minutes to devour one monster bowl of more than 130 different cereals. Oh, it's a smorgasbord. Luckily, this food challenge doesn't require you to finish the accompanying gallon of milk. I would vomit. See, I don't know how I feel about that. They don't tell you what cereals. They don't tell you what cereals. I mean, I'm sure it's like whatever cereals they have a lot of. I'm mixing chocolate with fruity with. They're like, oh, we only have raisin bran and regular cereals. Different consistencies. You get a fifty dollar gift card and a free T shirt and a spot on the cereal wall of fame. I don't know, Mike. I think you should still try. (sighs) I mean, it wouldn't be hard to talk me into it. But yeah, I sent you. I didn't know that they had a food challenge, but that's the place that was closed. I sent you guys that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it has a whole wall of all the cereal. We always get talking about cereal with you, Mike. <laughs> it always comes back to cereal and food. Uh, I almost had cereal this morning. I might still have cereal. We'll see. Yeah, they have. I'm looking at their menu right now, and it looks absolutely delicious. Sorry. All right, I'm distracted. Uh, but yeah, so we were looking at all the uh, Vegas stuff, all the eating challenges. I want to try one while I'm out there. Yeah, why not? Do you think not? I should go for like a burrito one? A bur- if you had to choose one, obviously, we'll take the cereal one off the because I'm not doing that one. <gasps> so take the cereal challenge off off. So the you've thing. already made the wrong choice, but whatever. <laughs> already, I would do a burger one. or burrito or a sushi one would be super cool too. They oh dude, do they so have here's a sushi the ones, one? Here's the here's the options yeah, that I saw. On this this is one random list that I found that was, uh, it's like the top seventeen. Bless you. It's 17 gut-busting Las Vegas food challenges. Bless you. Bless Again. you. You all right you. over there? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Are you allergic to Mike's terrible jokes? Is that what that it's is? It's possible. I think I'm Wait, have I been making jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the, a banana split. Ooh. Uh, I'm not doing any of the spice ones. Because you learned no. a lesson? Ones. Hell no. Yeah, we did that. Mike and I together did that blue one chip, chip challenge. challenge and that challenge can fuck off. <laughs> It was forever. Brutal. I was, was the winner brutal. of that challenge. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Because I didn't eat. Correct. You, that is, like that's a big drink. win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are crazy. I was the winner in time oh, before I drank my, my milk. Yeah. So a burrito challenge. And I'm pretty sure I died. Yeah. Cowboy challenge. Which what, what is that? Oh, mean? burger. It's a burger. Okay. What, death wings. The month. No, nope, not on the death wings. Um. Let's see. What is this? Dicks. Dicks? Tea. I'm not eating no, any dicks. No dicks. I'm out on a dick eating challenge. <laughs> <laughs> is that really what it is? Sounds aggressive. I don't know where they're you know sourcing dicks these dicks from. Yeah. Dicks last resort. You know oh, that? yes. Dicks last resort yeah, okay, okay. Oh, that's the one where they, they mess with you and insult you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's called Dick's Big T-Boner Challenge. No. <laughs> the problem I have with the, the T-Bone or the steak challenge is that they make you eat the gristle and stuff, too, to yeah, finish icky. it off. I'm out. I'm out on that yeah. one. Right. Plus, I eat steak really slowly. Yeah. There's another burger challenge. Don't a do pizza challenge. challenge. Ooh, yeah. that I mean, sounds like me. I could maybe do that one. I mean, I'll breakfast just food challenge. I also love, love breakfast, food. breakfast food. What's, what? Man, there you is You need to finish 10 pancakes, done. 10 scrambled eggs in an hour or less. That's it? That's it. 
Yo, I was at, I went to How some place pancakes? in Vegas. Pancakes are like, you can yeah. have a silver they, this dollar place pancakes in, this or place in the Vegas size of had, your, I think the they called it a, I don't know if they called it a size, flapjack a bit or something, but it was like, I mean, it was easily like a 16 inch pizza big. Love yeah. And it was like a cinnamon brown sugar, oh. like banana. Oh, oh so shut up good. and take oh, my money. It says, that may not sound too difficult, <laughs> like Michael. <laughs> Until you learn that each pancake has a diameter of roughly nine inches. Oh, that's it? And is about three quarters of an inch thick. A piece Whoa. of cake. Piece of cake. It's eight pounds of food. Okay, cool. Dang. I'll need some milk. I don't then. think I could do that one, but I wouldn't than an hate hour? doing it. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, because that stuff goes down quick. I think scrambled eggs would be pretty easy to get down. Oh, no ten eggs. Oh, I can eat ten yeah. eggs, no problem. I do it every holiday with deviled eggs. Yeah, <laughs> I would probably do the eggs first, and yeah. then just smush pancakes in on top of them. Mm-hmm. Smush, 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 smush. Curry. Yeah, there's. I, oh, noodle like a like a, a noodle. noodle. Yeah. Oh, this is the one. The heart attack grill. That place was called. Here it is. Heart attack. It's called the quadruple bypass burger challenge. That's the one. The quad, the quadruple bypass burger at the controversial. Heart, does I even use that word? <laughs> Heart Attack Grill packs quite a punch at just under. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to tell you. It says how many calories. Oh wow! But I'm gonna read the rest of it, and I'm gonna have you guess at the calories. Okay, okay, okay. Challengers must devour four half-pound beef patties. Okay. So it's two pounds, two pounds. of beef. Yeah. Yes, we did the math ourselves. I'm doing it for the people <laughs> listening in case they didn't. Roger that. Twenty strips of bacon. Oh man! Eight slices of American cheese. A whole tomato. I'm out on the tomato. I hate a tomato. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And half an onion served on a lard-coated bun. (laughs) Rumor has it, I don't don't know what I'm about to read, but I'm going to continue reading. Rumor has it that the nurses on staff will give you a wheelchair ride to the parking lot if you win and a public spanking if you lose. Wow. How weird. Cool. I'm going to say 9,000 calories. Uh, Okay. It's 20 strips of bacon. It's a lot of bacon. Two pounds, Two pounds of, of, of probably pounds of high beef. fat beef. Yeah. 20 strips of bacon, eight slices of cheese, a whole tomato. I'm going to go with 12. 12,000 calories. 12,000. She wasn't going with 12 calories. Just a previous. <laughs> it's only 12 calories. Just 12. Sign me up. What, <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Those calories, they don't travel with you. That's, so that's with how you. that works. I always leave my calories It says me. just under 10,000 calories. <sighs> Yeah. How good am I? That was that really good. How good am I? That was really good. So how did you like? Do you so, think that you would um, be able to do that, Mike? Yeah. Is there a time frame? It doesn't say there is. I, mean, most, most I don't know. Hour, most of them sure. have like an hour. They may just let you keep eating because they're so I don't so think I could do that. I think I would absolutely vom. I. Oh uh, yeah, that, I don't. That one I couldn't do. I would like to take you to a Korean barbecue place in Vegas, though. Have you ever done that? Have not. It's literally an hour and a half. All you can eat meat. Oh, I love that. Ooh. Yeah. It was, it's, but in, in an hour and a half. And they you, you just order and they keep bringing it. And you have to cook it at your state. Like they have a grill in front of you. They're making me work. And you cook the meat yourself to your own liking. Oh, no, I'm out. Oh, please. It's delicious. <laughs> I'm usually, like, I don't like, what is that popular chain that does that? Uh, the melting pot. Mm-hmm. Have you ever eaten I've there? I've never been to a melting pot, no. Yeah. Uh, I've gone once in my life, twice in my life. Yeah. Because the first time I went, I threw such a fit. <laughs> Um, Becky still to this day talks about how I was so mad because we get in there, we order food and her and I ordered the same thing. Yeah. So I have this little pet peeve quirk about myself. 
that I am <laughs> honest and obviously uh, not upset about at all is <laughs> I don't like people touching or sharing food. Like if I'm at a restaurant, I order it. Joey doesn't share food <laughs> on the same way. Yeah. The same like, way. It's it's my plate. Like if you wanted this, you should have ordered it. Don't touch my food. <laughs> I'm not asking for your food. Don't touch my food. Um, when Becky and I first started dating, she had this terrible habit that she would just go, oh, that looks good, and just take a bite, and I smacked her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost stabbed her with a fork one time. Oh, God. Um, I was, I'm much calmer about it now. I have that's kids. Good. I have to. Now you just get really bit. passive aggressive. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, that's way better. So I have this issue with this. And so we went to the melting pot. And we both ordered the same thing. So they just put it all on one mm. tray and brought it out. And, oh, she, no. and it was just like doubled of everything. Like, You're just here. Share it. And I was like, uh, uh, no, we have to split it. This <laughs> is like, no. Why Why is my meat? <laughs> I was so upset You're about it. You trying to save dishwasher labor? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. They put it on one tray and brought it to the two of us. The share. Maybe they thought that was going to be like cute and romantic. Yeah. That blew up in Big their face. <laughs> yeah. You got to read the room on that one. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not a fan. We never really went back. The dessert there is awesome, like a chocolate dessert fondue. Dessert everywhere is awesome. I've never yeah. been to the melting pot. I've always thought about going, but then I was just telling Aaron like two days ago that we should go. But the last the last few places I was stationed, like the food locally was so good. I had zero interest in chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that too. Um, I mean, I liked it. it. The food was good. Yeah, it was really annoying though. They give you like a couple skewers, and the the second time I went. We went, and my brother was with us, and my brother at the time had a shrimp allergy. Oh, yeah. So Wait, has that changed? He kind of yeah, grew out of it. he's kind of grown out All of right. it, yeah. sort of. Just yeah. kept challenging himself, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, by oh. accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, that I've Adapted, met, overcome. You know? I don't know if I've ever accidentally eaten shrimp. You, you've met him. Yeah, touche. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, but, so we couldn't cook our shrimp in the same... So we had to, like cook our food and then we had to wait on our shrimp until wait, he ate everything this is another place you have to cook your own food that's what the melting, melting pot, pot is. is yeah it's a cook you guys are own. saying that to me like i've been there oh, remember i right. have not, have been, not there. been there yeah it's a cook your i thought own you i just assumed thing. you knew. So, i don't like cook your own food places i'm yeah. not a big i'm not a huge fan either the only one that i really like a lot is i we take the, the funky brunch funky brunch because you make your own pancakes and the kids yeah, absolutely been there yeah. I don't like yeah, that. I agree you don't like it. Like the pancakes were just okay, and then the pancakes aren't great. And then after but. I spilled a mimosa on the griddle, like it went downhill from there. So I'm out. Jesus, Michael. <laughs> this is one of those one star reviews. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I spilled a mimosa on the griddle. Your and then griddle my did not cook my like mimosa, mimosa well. It made everything taste worse. <laughs> I need another table. I need another table. Yeah, <laughs> um, the and pancakes are stellar at Funky Brunch. I agree. Those are the ones that they give you. But yeah, with, with kids, I completely get it. Yeah. That, that makes sense. But as an adult, like I can make better quality food at home. Like so, if I'm going to cook, I'd rather just go buy some really quality ingredients and cook at home. At that point, the the niche thing with uh, melting pot is that you're you're actually so you're technically boiling everything, mm-hmm. which is also kind of gross because it's yeah. like steak, boiled steak, and everything. So you you pick a flavored broth, and they bring it out, and they have flame on the uh, of uh, on the table, table yeah. and they sit the broth in the, on the flame on the table and it's boiling essentially hot uh-huh. and then you just boil your food in broth you cook it in broth and, and they you charge you an astronomical bite. amount of money for it and yes. so where is the exciting part of this food so the it's reason you go to melting yes. pot is not for the meats 
you go for the desserts and the cheese fondues. So, like, you have to go in there knowing that, in my opinion, I don't go there to boil my meat in liquids. Like, that's not the point. But you get a bunch of fun. You get, like, a cheese fountain and, like, a chocolate. I guess yeah, it's, like, yeah, fondues yeah. are really oh, a fountain. cheese fountain. I have one of those running in my house at all times. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's kind of fun. Like, you get to dip fun yeah, things right. into cheese and into chocolate. I mean, yeah. I mean, it does sound kind of fun. I like it's not idea. enough for me to want to go there right now yeah. and avoid their boiled meat. It, for me, I think the whole reason is it's more of a social atmosphere. It is a social. You have to have like a group the, to go, really, yeah. I feel like. And the cheese fondue is cool. The dessert is banging. And what's cool about it is it's a fond, like fondue is fun when you're with like grab a marshmallow, dip it in the chocolate mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you don't have to clean it. Yeah. For me, you're paying them to clean up all your mess. I think you're paying them too much to clean up the you, mess. I'd still rather. You don't even it. know how much it costs. How do you I, know? If it's too Chrissy much. Chrissy said astronomical. I feel like it's kind of expensive in my yeah, take. It is in my kind opinion. of yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> the answer is no. I will not go to, to melting pot with so you. So if I invite you to go to dessert dipping, you won't come. Oh, if you phrase it like that, I if will. If you call it dessert it's dipping, dessert dipping. Yo, it, it, that's so different. Th- then they have a big old trays. <laughs> the trays are really good. Like for the dessert, they ha- I remember they had a bunch of stuff, and you can get different. Like you can get a chocolate dip. They had like a a turtle one. I think they did. it was like a milk chocolate with yeah. like caramel. I, I think I know what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. We're all hungry. Hmm. That sounds like us. Yeah. Like every week. You, you guys realize we pretty much talked about food for 30 minutes. Yeah, sorry, everybody. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about... We have some, we have some things to talk we about. We do. Let's get on to that. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I even just ate, actually. I just Did, You didn't eat enough. I just... Yeah. yeah I, I, I had some. fruit and a protein shake after my workout, and so now I need to go eat something more substantial after this, obviously. I'm not leaving now. Oh, bye, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice chatting with you. Thanks for the conversation. We'll take it from here. <laughs> it was lovely till we got hungry. <laughs> So, yeah, let's pivot. Um, Love a good pivot. Pivot. So, every time I hear that word, I can't... Pivot. Pivot. Yeah, uh that's all I can think of. I think we just aged ourselves. So, I hurt myself. You did hurt yourself. So, we've been talking about... uh, This whole podcast started with following my journey. We kind of got off. We started talking about other things. But now I'm going to talk about myself again big time today. It's weird. He never does that. I know. It's so strange. (laughs) Um, Welcome to the Victor Show. I jacked up my shoulder lifting. So... Um, backstory. I have as a, a, a question. Yes. The hurt already messed up shoulder or the other shoulder? I have you a hurt had, already You had a tight shoulder. shoulder. Oh, lack no, of flexibility. The other one. The other one. Cool, yeah. cool, the other cool. One. Balancing it out. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Um, so. Running around like Ace Ventura too. Mm. Running through the books <laughs> where he's got darts in him. Yo, <laughs> that's what it felt like. I So I'll get into that. Yeah. It was not fun. So. Backstory of I, as you guys know, I've, I've been saying how like. It's the process. This is all the process. I was really solid and lifting regularly and doing really well for about a year plus. And then some life stuff happened and I fell away from the lifting and I took some time off from it just because I had other stuff. And then I was doing really light stuff, just trying to keep up occasionally, not lifting as regularly as I wanted to. So I was like, finally, like, all right, I got to get everything back together. And I started trying to dive back in. Um, So when I dove back in, I dove back in and at the same weight that I was using. Oh, ballsy. <laughs> that was ballsy. I was like, I don't feel like I'm not as strong as I was. <laughs> I feel just as good. And what I did, so I didn't, well, so I, I tried to be smart because I didn't do it on the big lifts. I didn't use the same weight on the big lifts. Like when okay, I was well, squatting good. or deadlifting and stuff, I didn't go, I didn't jump right back to the weight I was at. Yeah. But I was doing stuff to like get up to it. So I didn't, 
it wasn't a standard workout. I just was doing, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a bunch of push-ups. I'm going to do some back flies with my dumbbells and then overhead press with the same dumbbells that I've been using. Mm. And... Oh, so I, I didn't recall you saying you had done push-ups as well. Yes. Okay. I did push-ups and then the back flies and then I went into the overhead press. In what rep range on the overhead press? Until I couldn't do them anymore. So about how many reps? 10 to 15, somewhere in there, okay. probably. Um, and I, my, so, my shoulder started bugging me, and I was like, ah, I'll just call it. I did a whole, I think I did one or two sets like that, and I was like, my shoulder's a little tight or whatever. I was like, bugging me a little bit, so I chilled out. Then I had a gig that night. Uh-oh. I went to my gig like normal, moving my gear around, played the whole gig. I'm loading out for the day. I grabbed my monitor speaker, which weighs... 40 pounds, maybe 30, 40, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And when I picked it up off the cart and turned with it, throw it in the truck, I got this ridiculously sharp pain in my shoulder and burning. And now every time I do something, move a certain way, I get this pain in my shoulder and it just aches and hurts. And so I jacked my shoulder up. It really hurts. So we're going to talk about how not to do that stupid (laughs) stuff. And Mike, what did I do? How, what did I, what did I do to myself? Cause it, Hurts like it feels like. I I don't feel like anything. I've I've torn muscles. I tore my hamstring in high school. I've done stuff. It didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like it popped. It just was like a like somebody stabbed me in the shoulder. Is mm. what it felt like. Right. So it didn't feel like I I don't know. It didn't feel to me like I popped a tendon, like I popped a rotator no, cuff or anything like that. But unlikely. I was, I'm terrified of that, yeah. of messing up my rotator cuff. Why that specifically? Because my dad did that to both of his oh, shoulders. Okay. I was wondering, that usually there's something from your past. Yeah, my, my, dad, my dad popped fear. both of his rotator cuffs being stupid. I think I've t- said this on the podcast before. As my dad got older, my dad lifted forever, Yeah. Um, which is why I didn't want to lift because we had a very sketchy past, my dad and I. And so he was so adamant about lifting. I was like, F you and you're lifting. So I didn't want to do any of that. Um, But he was always in the gym and lifting. And as he got older, he wanted to try to keep up with the young, the young folk. Right. And Mm. would put more plates on and blah, blah, blah. Pop both of his his rotator cuffs. (laughs) Yeah, there's a right and a wrong way. Had surgery in both rotator cuffs. Yeah. All right. So you you said that the pain was kind of on the the front. And and is it deeply internal or can you actually palpate and, and feel the tenderness? With your fingers specifically, feels both. So, so it you can't put like pressure and in feel tenderness. A little bit, yeah. And but it's mostly internal. It's like, you're thinking, yeah, it, yeah. So, what, so what I've found, especially if, uh, and and if anybody who has any kind of an internal or anterior or um, internal rotated shoulders, you know, we sit at a desk often. You have that kind of rounding of the back. You're going to have less flexibility um, from the front of your shoulders because that's going to be way, way tighter and that's why we start trying to balance you out with with doing more pull exercises than than pushes to a certain extent and so what you did that day is you literally pushed all in the front with you know you're doing push-ups you're not just doing chest you're doing your anterior shoulders as well delts um and then you went right from there to, to overhead presses now with dumbbells uh i have found I mean, barbell too to a certain extent but i found that with dumbbells people will think they're pushing straight up but they're not. 
They're pushing up and slightly out, which leaves the, the elbow slightly behind the wrist if you were to look from the side. And that does put the rotator cuff in a little bit of a danger zone. So depending on, on effort and how heavy you're lifting, you can cause some, some issues as far as that goes. Can, can I interrupt you for one second? Because I have no. a question. I mean, yes. About this is I just did research and to learn, but I want you to describe... I've heard this term rotator cuff. What the heck is an actual rotator cuff? Because I did not know. I So before I, I just did it because I thought I hurt myself. So I just did a bunch of research to try and figure out what it was. But I'd still like to what hear did what your you research think. come up that's with. That's what I was going to say. I still would like to hear what you Yeah, that's said. fine. But what did you but come up with? When I originally, so just my first inkling without doing research, I thought it was going to be literally like a cuff of like cartilage that's like in the shoulder. That's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but according Which to what I found, that's your labrum. That's your la- That's what a labrum mm-hmm. is. Oh, so you get a labrum tear, and that's usually it's pulling away from the bone. But that's going to be that. That which I think you, you. I'm assuming you've described as a cuff. Okay. Well, the the what I found is the rotator cuff is the group of tendons. Um, tendons are what connects muscle to bone. Correct. Um, I smart. Um, <laughs> so. It's the the tendons that attach to your shoulder. It's like the ring around your shoulder from the front to the back of the tendons. That's okay. your and what cuff. movement do those control? Yes. Gotcha. So you <laughs> see a lot of people warming up the, the rotator cuff where they're, they're standing up and then either pulling on a resistance band uh, out. Or Unfortunately, I see a lot of people that are warming up the rotator cuff with a dumbbell, standing up, arm at a right angle, and just moving it left and right, back and forth. Well, you're only really putting any stress on the bicep, bicep at that point, yeah. lightweight. You're not really warming up the, the cuff. So bands are a better way to do that. Or laying down on a bench or uh, lean back on a bench with your, your arm at a right angle but rested over your knee so that the, the whole forearm and hand is off, and now you can start to kind of rotate up and down against That resistance. movement you just did after I did it, I saw that this movement is the way that they, they talked about. Correct. That actually yep. did it. And I know you guys can't see. So basically, like, if you put your arms out to your side, Bend your uh, up to a ninety degree, your elbow at a ninety degree, and then your hand down and and uh, and back. That's the movement that I'm talking about. That is the movement you're talking about. I know. I'm just saying because we talked about <laughs> that <laughs> movement right there. But that's what. So in my research, that was the stuff that they were saying. Even though to to do that a bunch <clears throat> of times to work like a damaged right. Yeah. That, and the, the reason behind putting work in and warming up is to, to get blood flow to the area because your, your connective tissue, your tendons and ligaments, don't have a good blood supply. Like they don't have veins and such attached to them or running through them and, and have a good delivery of, of blood supply. So we have to find alternative ways of encouraging blood and nutrients to get to and from. And there's a, a variety of ways to do this. And, and one of my favorites is the uh, to use voodoo floss, which is the... the um, brand, I think we've talked about yeah, that it's before, basically the yeah, brand yeah. name kind of thing for for what it is, but it's like a two inch by seven foot wrap of um, of, of like rubber elastic stuff, almost like resistance band type stuff, and then you would wrap whatever joint you're going past, and that increases you know t- somewhat tightly. Then you move the joint back and forth until it feels like it's burnt out. 
and then that has done circumferential pressure, you know, fully around that joint. We've compressed, we've pushed blood out of there, now you unwrap and now you get a, a fresh blood supply back. So I've, I found that to be hmm. real beneficial. For joints and extremities, it's hard to do that for, say, a shoulder. I was just, I'm just thinking right now, I'm like, how would I even wrap? Yeah, and, and you really wouldn't. So, I mean, I, I, yeah. I semi got off target with that one, but, but not completely because I'm coming back around to it. So, so that's what the warm-ups are going to do, and that's where, where I feel like a lot of physical therapists end up getting it wrong, is they're going to prescribe resistance band type stuff, but they never prescribe how to progressively overload so that you are then getting stronger, because the body does adapt. If you were just constantly given you know, three sets of, of 15 to 20 or one minute or whatever every time you go into a physical therapist to do the resistance bands, well, your body adapts to that. Like you're not getting any stronger. Um, and there are physical therapists who do it right, where they will increase the bands and increase the resistance incrementally as you go, which is one of the reasons why I like barbell training for healing. The last time I, I had pulled my hamstring, um, I ended up dialing back all my lower body lifts, and I just use a barbell every fucking day. I started with no weight on the barbell and did slow you know, to full range of motion, sets of 12 to 15, just three sets, that's it. Next day I came back in and I put five pounds on the bar. Next day I put 10 pounds on the bar. Mm -hmm. Next day 15 pounds on the bar. So that by the time you get back up to the weight you were lifting, your problem's gone. The body wants to heal, but you have to stimulate it in a way that it's sending healing shit to the areas by using them. There is a time to rest and there's a time to move. Um, and you know, when things are bad enough, the rest so that you heal well enough to move is, is generally the prescription. So for, for you, again, when it comes to overhead press and shoulders, shoulders are one of those things where people just dig in a little too hard, a little too fast, and a little too heavy. Your delts and glutes can handle uh, more volume than your other muscles, um, if done intelligently. They just, they recover a little bit faster, um, and they're, they're able to take on more volume. So lifting heavy with overhead press, unless you're an, an athlete, um, or somebody just really wants to do a PR, in which case you can just work on your way up. Like for me personally, once, once I hit my body weight for an overhead rep, I was like, okay, I'm good. That's a good milestone for me. Like per arm with dumbbells, your body weight? No, barbell, hmm. overhead, just... I kind of assumed I'd be really impressed if you did your body weight with one arm. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was in science mode, Victor. Sorry. And I missed your joke. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so so for and for me specifically, like I know I've had some anterior serratus issues. Your anterior serratus are are usually visible if you've seen any any lean athletic male. I mean, or female. These little squares over here? The, the little lines. You get the three <laughs> yeah. little lines that, yeah. that go down right on the side of the, the rib cage. And people think like, oh, that's all there is to that muscle. No, no, no. It's basically the entire side of your rib cage and up. And it controls the and aids the arms in moving up and overhead. Huh. Um, and so a lot of people are going to be weak on that front, especially because, you know, overhead movement requires, uh, you know, good traps and, and such, too, to stabilize on the back. Um, and then your anterior serratus being in a, a nice, stable position. So if you are just strong on the front, like most people are, males in general too, very, very tight, very, very uh, front strong, anterior side of the body, so chest, shoulders, et cetera, then that's going to be really tight. And going from your range of motion is going to be tight as well. So getting your arms up above head, when you're going for full range of motion, you're going to go right to the top. For me, I don't go all the way to the top anymore because I found that until I work up my anterior serratus more and that stability, my range of motion is about three quarters of the way up. That's where I stop. I'll go down to a full range of motion, so you're getting that that um, 
stretch-mediated hypertrophy is what it's called. So having that, that te mechanical tension in the longest part of your musculature with your muscles stretched out encourages more growth than not exercising through that full range of motion. Mm -hmm. So I'm more interested in making sure I get a good stretch of the bottom and going up as high as where my, my shoulders want to start pulling away from down and going up towards my ears. And then when I'm working mm -hmm. on stabilizing anterior serratus, I'll put my arms in front of me at a right angle, almost like you're you know, leaning against the wall, and I'll use dumbbells, and then I'll go up as high as I can to where I feel the tension in my shoulders, and that's where I stop. So I'm still increasing strength and stability in the anterior serratus, but not forcing a range of motion that my body is not ready for at that point. Interesting. Oh, I've never forced anything. No. I'm so, do it all Mike, let's talk briefly about if you did what Victor did, where you had to take some time off because life shit happened. Yeah. And yeah. you have to get now back into it. Like, what's the right way to do that so that you don't end up you know, so this yourself. this is where I feel, I feel like this is the time of year for that too. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's it's not a bad conversation getting about routines in, in general and, and how to pivot a routine and what to do if you're injured and or sick, et cetera, et cetera. You just got back from vacation, you gained the yeah. five pounds from vacation. And like, everybody wants to lose it real quick. And, yeah. And yeah. Just, how, how do you, you adapt extreme. to both coming back from one of those things or knowing that you're going into one of those scenarios. Right. So let's let's start with with injury on itself because I feel like this is where a lot of people get derailed. I have an injury. I, I yeah, can't. Injuries I, are really discouraging. They are. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Right yeah, they now. really take the wind <laughs> out of your <laughs> it, sails. It really So, so I know let's, we're talking let's, about the let's physical. Touch on that, like, I was going to say about the psychological side of it. Why are you PO'd? That, that's what and PO'd is an acronym for pissed off. Oh, okay. Thank so you. So why are you pissed <laughs> um, off? Pisto. <laughs> um, I'm mad because I'm just this. So this is the emotional roller yeah, yeah, coaster that me. I just want. I just started finally getting myself back on track. I felt really good. I got a couple really good workouts yep. in. I felt like, oh yeah, I'm like feeling good about it. Like, so I finally got like two or three decent workouts in, and. All of a sudden, my energy was immediately back up. Oh, yeah. I felt better at gigs. I was like, everything was kicking again. I was like, all right, this is what I was missing. I just yeah. need... And that's both psychological and physical. Yes, 100%. Yep. And then I did that. And that's, I think, also part of why I was feeling better. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, I can do these. Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah. I can put this dumbbells up. I, I, bit, I was doing that. No problem before. So I put them up. I was like, ah, it's, I'll be all right. We're good. Um, And then... Now that I hurt myself, I'm so it feels like damn it. Now I have to start over, or I screw like I'm not. Now why? So what? What's what's the goal of you working out? Let, uh, let's go real surface level if you want. Okay. Like, what's the goal of you working out? Um, to not be a fat ass anymore. Cool. Okay. So how has this derailed your ability to keep yourself from being a fat ass? Right. Because then I get sad and eat more. Because that's exactly what has happened the last. So day. because yeah. you, yeah. So, I get so, it. I get it. Yeah. So your shoulder is one of of how many muscles in the body, right? You have a tremendous amount of other exercises you can do that would keep you precisely on track, but you have just forgotten about all of those, and you're ready to just eat more and be sad and and, and it do is what? super hard, man. So like I literally just so today is Monday. Yeah. I just hurt myself Saturday, so it's been two days. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I thought, and this is exactly the attitude I try to have. I overall feel like I'm a decently positive human being. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to let it, like, I mean, even coming into this pod, I wasn't like, Mike, I heard myself. I was like, <laughs> so I did this. This is what happened. How, like, and I wanted to attack it. But yesterday, there was that, like, especially like last night, 
I was like mad. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like f this. I'm eating like I'm gonna eat more protein bars, but it's protein bars, so fine. Is there, by the way, is there a limit on the amount? Because I ate about four of those last night. Jesus. <laughs> if it doesn't mess your stomach up, yeah. like the, uh, the erythritol or whatever, you're fine. No, I'm just teasing you. But I'm like, I was mad and I'm like upset. I'm like, this sucks. Like I was, I felt so good. Just and a it's a normal just... reaction to injury. Yeah, yeah I get it, man. It I, I have definitely injured myself and like, man, it's hard to keep yourself from being really pissed off. And, and this is this is and you why you only have yourself to blame, which makes it worse. Well, but this is where I, yeah. I try and arm that you know that that mentality or arm against that specific mentality. There's still you've, you're only limited on four percent of your overall exercises that you can do, right? And we've and we've talked to, before you're about lucky how that it's just your shoulder, right? And we've talked well, especially because gigging, well, right? That's if, what made me oh, yeah, nervous yeah. playing like my guitar. Like yeah. it's that arm. Have I you tried? Have you tried playing with it at all? Not since. So I just finished my gig on yeah. Saturday. No, no, I know that. I know. So I did play sitting down actually mm-hmm. yesterday. That's um, fine. You could probably so basically that, but, support it and be in a good spot, so you'll be but, okay. And it's not all the time. It only and it, it feels like it only tweaks on the extreme. Like you were, you mm-hmm. Mike put me through a. a kind of a range of motion thing when he first got here because I was like, Mike, I hurt myself. <laughs> and I held him like a baby he for did. hours. He did. Um, not really. Uh, I would have liked that though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but he he checked and it was kind of like, oh, like there, uh-huh. I don't know why I keep doing it. I feel like that joke, like the doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, then yeah. don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Um, so it's only feels like the more extreme stretch is when it like really yeah. which, which is good i mean honestly that's that's going to be gone here in in a day or two that you'll you'll have your range of motion back um if it's been anything like like mine has and it sounds like it that's what's going to be for you if it's only really the extremes your body's already doing what it needs to do to get back but you can still aid it so so what so what we do when we have an injury and and again completely common mindset i don't want anybody getting down on themselves like you take it's super hard not yeah no, no no i get yeah, that yeah, yeah. take a day or two yeah. sit with it be a little frustrated. Eat up to maintenance mm-hmm. on those days if you want. Oh, if you're still trying to, yeah, good, good. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> but but then it's time to, to get back after it. And the only thing we have to do is avoid exercises that are going to tax that shoulder. That's it. So at that point, we we've talked about before how exercising one part of your body sends signals to the other part of the body. Like if I work my mm-hmm. left arm, it's sending signals to the to the right arm. Now you can see how some people have imbalances. Like you know, professional tennis players are going to mm-hmm. have their their right arm. Yeah, and, and doll had a really, really big. It's going to be a little arm. bit bigger than the left. So you could go too far. So on do that I have that same issue, the imbalance thing from playing guitar? And I was also thinking about it. I've been playing a lot more pool lately, like a lot more pool yeah. lately. And so that's that shoulder, but it's a fine movement right. and stuff. Is that part of the reason, maybe, that I hurt this shoulder? No, I, I don't think it's from, from think the pool, so. but but you can be a little more tight because you spend a lot of time playing guitar with that arm in one position where you're you've gotten strong in that position. Okay, you're you're essentially in, in a way, you're a musical athlete. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's how I'm going to market you, myself. You are on your business musical, card. Yeah, you're a, a professional athlete. musician. To be a professional in anything, you've spent years developing the musculature and fine motor control to, to do whatever you're doing. And to do that, it doesn't exactly create balance in the body. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, playing yeah, guitar yeah. does not create balance in mm-hmm. the musculature of the upper body. It's very one sided. Right. The way so that it so is. you're Everything, you're yeah. battling against that. But that doesn't mean it's it's gone so far to the extreme that you can't, you know fine-tune it and, and work things back up to be balanced strength-wise. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what we're doing. So you do left-handed exercises, curls, 
overhead press, et cetera. I would avoid any pushes with that, that right arm at this point. Oh, okay. I would do band stuff to kind of work the, um, the posterior delts uh, back a little bit, um, anterior serratus stability, so we can, and I can show you how to lean against the wall and kind of, kind of do that to start. Good, because I have no up. idea what you just said. Yeah. No, I, and I didn't expect <laughs> you to. Yeah. And anybody who's interested, if you're, you're kind of a geek about the science, look up your anterior serratus. Serratus is S-E-R-R-A-T-U-S. Um, it'll kind of blow your mind about everything that that controls and and how this is just we've avoided training this for for so long because you have your standard exercises. Because if I just came to you and said anterior serratus, what would you guess that was? I think it's in the rear here. You would by, think something around the shoulder by, blade. Yeah, yeah, something around your shoulder blade. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. But that's I, what I, I would instinctively think, that it is. think of serratus as like shoulder, shoulder blade-ish, blade, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, but no. it's not. Just think so about like serrated it. knives. Is it is it like ripples? Yeah, because that like applies to the body. Like well, you said serratus. That's yeah. the first thing Serratus. that came to mind. Serrated. As in like tusses that are served. <laughs> yeah, sure. Nailed it. Latin. Write that down. Um, so you and all of your lower body stuff is still wide open. Um, that's a good time to do, you know, single leg exercises. You can do yeah. ab exercises. You can do things like yeah, that. Yeah, so honestly, it's a shoulder. You're really lucky. I mean, I hurt my hip and it felt like it was involved in everything that yeah. I did. You know, I so, mean, so when I've heard lower I body stuff, the if I can't work like out with everything. it, that's when I just work upper body stuff at yeah. that point. So you're never out of, of the game. And this, it's, it's the eating. If we fall into the emotional eating of being hurt because we're like, oh, I can't do anything. Well, one, that's not true. You can do shit. Yeah. And yeah. even if you couldn't do shit, it would take a while for you to lose the gains you've already worked. You need to focus on your nutrition. And the better your nutrition is, the faster you'll heal as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the time to really dial in. A lot of people think that, well, I got to wait for the right time to really set up this workout program. Or it's my life's a little too hectic right now. Like I, I can't focus on diet. I'm, I'm too stressed. Well, well, all right. If you figure it out when you're stressed, if you figure yeah. shit out, even if it's the least that you have to do just to make progress, when your life is chaotic, it's going to be easy fucking breezy when life is good. And I mean, and, and, and in the reverse of that, if you figure it all out when life is good, when life goes to, to shit, you, you, I, what are you going to do? And you don't have to have it all figured out. No. That's the part. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned with, with all this stuff, which is also I'm saying this because I know it in my brain, but it was still emotionally hard. When I hurt myself yeah. to think this, yeah, and but I'm not trivializing. Is, you that. don't have to have it 100 figured out. Like we're saying, if you're all stressed and you're trying to make this change now, you don't have to dive right into being perfect, Hell super no. working out, eating fit. Which, which is why I tend to teach people. I'm still not there. The least amount of working out to force your body to adapt. Yeah, and then you start working towards optimal nutrition. If you're making any gains from where you were, you're moving in the right direction. Now, the sooner you get to optimal, obviously, the quicker the results. But for some people, focusing too much on getting there as fast as you can is going to really disrupt your life in a way that makes it feel overwhelming. And you're yeah, optimal. and it's not going to be easy to maintain that no, level of nope. You have yeah. to work up to maintain. And it's what your optimal is, not like Joe Schmo fitness guy on the right. phone. Oh, 100%. Optimal. No, no, you can't compare like, that. Like the, yeah. the optimal for anybody just starting out is a minimum of two strength training workouts per week. But but that can be just, you know, three sets per per thing for for somebody who's barely beginning, whereas somebody who's been working out for a while but has lost it all and is getting to work and get back into it, they may be doing 10 sets for those mm -hmm. two workouts per week. But that's the least amount you need to to really start to force those adaptations and move more. You know, the the last study I read was I think 8,000 steps per day for just to increase health. 
Like that's the minimum that you should really be shooting for just to increase health and be healthy and enforce that movement. On that note, I didn't think that that was literally possible. So for anybody listening who's like 8,000 steps, that's so ridiculous. I, for the beginning, I mean, Mike, Chrissy, you guys saw my step count. We oh, talked yeah. about it all. It was yeah. atrocious. I did. It really was. <laughs> no. I never got for, for what? Like the first six, eight months? Yeah. I don't think I did over 6,000 steps ever. Right. Yeah. I was like four to five for like most for of it. For a while, right? yeah. And did not think. I, I was like, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And now I regularly, like my average is almost 8,000 now yeah. on average. And I don't feel like I intentionally was like, I need to do more. Like it, it, it sort of happens. It starts to happen naturally when you start to get shit in check, which is, again, why I don't harp on being perfect all the damn time. Yeah. If you're making the beneficial changes, other things will start to kind of fall in line. And I, I'm sorry, but if you, if you have an hour in front of the TV, you have the ability to kind of get those steps in. You can find a, a treadmill on Marketplace for 50 to 100 bucks. It, it's worth the investment. I think part of it, too, though, is like it's not I don't think it's just the time wise or it's the or the physicality. It's the mental side of understanding that you can now do that. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can't tell you how many times I catch myself doing things that the fat guy did that this guy doesn't have to do or that I'm like, oh, can you please pass me that? I'm like. I can just get up now. It's like not a big deal to, to like get up and go. Right. Like I was so tired and I was heavy and it was a pain in the ass to get up to walk over there and go do that. And now it's not. Like I catch myself with my kids all the time where I'm like, hey, can you go grab? I'm like, never mind. Full, I got it. Full <laughs> honesty, yeah. if I had kids, I'd probably do that a lot. I'd be like, you, get that. Yeah. But you also <laughs> you naturally know? work out often, so <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, then it's just a convenient thing. Hey, yeah, right? How convenient <laughs> would that be? It's not like I don't ever do that, but I'm saying, like, there's lots of times No, that's where, how like, we took it. You don't ever do that anymore. <laughs> like, it was easily, it's easy to do that, and there are times where I'm like, but there's times where it, it was a pain, but I just really didn't want to get up. I'm right. like, no, it's over there. No, just grow. And I would just sit there until they figured it out. Right. right. You're like I, giving them extra instructions yeah, trying to figure I, it out. Instead of just being like, oh, fine, I'll do it. And now I'm like, can you... I'll just go get it. It's yeah. fine. I'll yeah, go get it. Which, which is a good mentality change. And, and again, you sort of just fell into that mentality change yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you were like, oh, no, I, do, I need to move. I need to get up. I need to move. And just capable of it. And yeah. I, I even like I've said this before on the pod, but there's one uh, place that I play that regularly I'm stepping up on the stage and coming down off the right. stage. And when, before ever when I got up, I'm like pushing up off my knees. And so like when I got now, even I catch myself, I'll go and I'll put and I'm like, oh, I don't. I have to do that. And I just stand up and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I just changing that mental side where I'm capable, I think, was a big part for me of adding all those extra steps. Yeah, that, mo that extra movement. That extra it movement came up. from that. It adds up. Yeah, on little stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. It does. It, it, it all adds up. I, I'm circling us back around oh, because I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I, like I said earlier, like say like I'm doing what Victor did where yeah. I was, you know, doing life and it got in the way and now I'm trying to get back into it. How do you decide what, like what should he have done instead of what he did, right? He grabbed the weights that he was using the same weight before. Yeah, right? and again, I, I think he was focusing on a, a full range of motion without fully understanding the, the mechanics of uh, overhead presses. And, and I think that's, it's a spot where a lot of people do find little, little tweaks and injuries. Should I have not done the push-ups with the overhead press? I did not realize because I'm stupid and don't understand all of this stuff no, that not, those are going to Ignorance and stupidity are two very different things. And ignorance does not have to be a negative, con have a negative connotation. All right, fair. You know what I you know when you know I was saying it yep. because I, 
I mean, no, I get that. We, we've been levity. talking about this yeah. for how long, and I feel like I still just don't know anything. No, it's about it's because it. I so much. You you essentially know what I've taught you and what you've come across. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I am still learning about shoulder movement. Like the body is such a complex thing, um, and, and again, we we know what we've experienced and what we've sought out. So I'm still fine tuning shoulder things. And so when I yeah. came in, and I can now relay what what I've gone through as far as that goes and, and proper positioning of elbow and stacking your joints so that they all travel up together, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think we've, we've talked about range of motion before. And the most important thing when it comes to range of motion is that your full range of motion is different than somebody else's full range of motion. So we're looking for that stretch mechanism. Like when you, you feel yeah. a stretch, that is the, the bottom or the top, depending on the exercise you're doing of your range of motion. And then when when you're going through the, the concentric, say for the overhead press, as you're pushing up, when your shoulders are wanting to, to go anywhere else than where you've stably, you know, st stably? You've aligned them. We've aligned them in a stable fashion. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if they want to come out of that alignment, that's the full range of motion for you. Like that is the end of your range of motion. Should, should I have not so, stacked push-ups with the overhead press? So it's what less I what about I do that and more about right finding that after yeah. you did the push-ups, you want to grab a weight that you can probably comfortably do comfortably yes. do maybe and, fifteen reps, so you're not going crazy. And that weight, I tend to do a little bit slower reps as well because I have stacked it with another. Right, and then right, and now yeah, don't push it. Grab a weight that you know. If you had not worked out in forever, that you could very easily do 15 reps with that and pay attention to your body's right. telling you what your range of motion is. And you did know? you warm and, up for the shoulder that. stuff, or you just considered your push-ups warm up enough? Yeah, there you I go. mean, I just kind yeah. of dove it. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm really bad about warming up in general. Yeah, warming up sucks. So, so now, you're, now you're starting to realize the, the detriment of not warming up. So I'm, I'm very – I've started using my warm-up sets as functional sets. So I'll pick a very light weight and say for, because I just, I did a, a barbell rows and bench press were my two big things today. And so I just put 135 on both of the bars and I'd superset, but I go slow. And then I push towards my max. So I'll do, you know, slow 20 full reps on, on each of those. So As I've a made warm it. Up? Yeah. So I've made it a very good quality set, but it's very lightweight for me. So I'll, I'll go for bench press. I'll go nice and slow down. Not real slow, but two seconds down. I'll pause there so I'm not rushing through anything. And I'll go up at a nice, easy pace. And I'll do 20 reps. So now since I've pushed that light, light weight that I know is not going to jack me up, but I've got good form. I'm able to focus on form. I have slow, controlled movements. But I've also, anything less than 30 reps, if you're pushing close to failure, has hypertrophy uh, potential there, as muscle growing potential and, and muscle adaptation stuff. So I've made, instead of just doing my typical, what I've prescribed with you for a long time, four reps and then up the weight, four reps, up the weight, four reps, and work your way up to your, your working weight. I've started being a little more efficient with my workout where I'll make every set count, but I still make sure that it's light enough to be a good warm up set. But it also helps with neural efficiency of movement, where I'm, I'm really working on that mind muscle connection of that movement. So as the weight gets heavier and I'm yeah. doing less and less reps, I have the form so ingrained from those warm up sets that I've, I've that pushed That definitely would have helped you not hurt yourself because I feel like if you would have done 20 reps with a weight, you know, that you know yeah. that yeah. you can do Absolutely. it, then I think it, you would have, when you have gotten to the way you're at before, you would have been like, meh. I don't think I've got all this in the tank. <laughs> yeah. And you, know? you got to be careful going from one exercise to the next. So for more often than not, if you're doing chest stuff, um, you can do anterior shoulder stuff because the, they're fairly warm. But going up above your head, you're, you're involving a little bit more musculature. It would have been a better idea to, say, do 
some drop sets where you do a 20, 15, and a 10. So that first set was very, very light, nice and controlled, 20 reps, but you're still pushing towards your, your failure zone, so you're getting the change that you want, but then you drop the weight for that next set. Now it gets a little heavier. Now you, you're doing a little bit less reps. Um, but I think the, the range of motion is still crucial because where you're at, and especially how it's been a little while since you had worked out. I've noticed that my range of motion just in general on multiple things has decreased a Regressed little a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so, so that's bit, yeah. super important to pay attention to. If Which you're is, not paying attention to literally your range of motion and knowing that it's going to change from you know one week to the next if you haven't done anything with that musculature, if you haven't stayed stretched out or haven't stayed warm, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like you, you have to, you have to be willing to put the ego aside. Not that you're big ego lifting. That's not what I'm saying, mm, but yeah. it, it is ego where you're like, oh, I can go back to where I was. We have to check our ego at every damn turn and dial back when it's appropriate. Question. Speaking of the warm up sets and stuff like that. One of the things that I dive into that I just do is pull-ups. So right. how do you warm up a pull-up appropriately because i'll just get up and go until i can't do any more pull-ups right so you're right for failure cold yeah which i i do that but pull-ups are a lightweight exercise so i mean if i'm only getting like six to eight reps so pull-ups are a heavier exercise for you yeah so what you do is you do some lighter weight bicep curls because that gets worked fairly heavily you have resistance bands you put that up over the bar and you do some you know pull down hold for a couple seconds nice and slow uh, up okay. so you mimic the movement with lighter weight and you have the ability to do that here and then you hop up and do a set instead of going max on that set do 2 to 4 reps so you're not pushing your maximum potential there so your body's not really having a fight to to keep all your connective tissue put together and is then, that part of why i could have hurt my shoulder is that all, is that all part of it depending with that? on how you're doing pull ups and depending on on what part of your body is is supporting weak musculature or uh, compensating, I'd have to see you do pull-ups before we could really really do that. But potentially, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't think I did them that workout, but I've been doing those pull-ups do you, like that. Do you also remember when I told you that you should be able to barbell row close to what you can bench? Have you hit that marker at all? No. Okay. So in order to have healthy, healthy shoulder joints, you should have a fairly one-to-one ratio of horizontal pushes to pulls and vertical pushes to pulls then you're going to have a very well-balanced shoulder. Does that make sense? So the musculature on all, on all sides, the antagonistic muscles, nothing is much stronger than the other side. I have a question. Lay it on me. Okay, so I should be able to bench press what I'm barbell rowing. Close right? to. Close to. Or you you'll, sh- you'll be able to bench press more usually. But. Okay, and then you should be able to overhead press what you pull down? Like on a Close. like a lateral yeah. pull or something? Close. Interesting. Interesting. And that's where a lot of people are going to be weaker on that overhead press. More people will train yeah, pull-ups or chin-ups. I was going to say, how, how close do you feel like I don't know. Like I haven't really are? been doing a lot of... My workout routine recently has been kind of not ideal because everything revolves around not hurting my hip right now. So, yeah. like, uh, I have to be super, super careful with the things that I'm doing. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't actually gotten, like, to do a lot of things. I didn't realize you were still dealing with that. Yeah, it's a lot better. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting, you know what has annoyingly, annoyingly has been really helpful is 
Bulgarians with squats. Yeah. And I hate them. I know. I hate I them, know. but they are working. They're, you know, you said earlier, you know, you, you got to let your things rest and then you got to use them. Yeah. And something about that movement has actually been helping you my You know what else, which, which, which really you annoying. might actually enjoy, and I started doing, is mm-hmm. I, I stack, I, I need to get a plyo box, but I've stacked all my 45s up to, I have it at 25 inches high. So mm-hmm. when I put my foot up on top, like that's basically the, the um, extent of my range of motion. Mm-hmm. And I'll do weighted step ups from there. So you're going through mm. the full range of motion from your your entire leg. Maybe I should try that. I do it's, have a step-up box. I don't know yeah. how tall it gets, but I'm not very tall, so I guess I need to be as tall as yours. <laughs> no, definitely don't need as tall as mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll do that as a single leg exercise, and I'll, I'll start with my non-dominant leg first, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I'll do um, a Why set of that, that and I swap right over. Because we've talked about that. It should be obvious. <laughs> it's obvious. So if, if, you, if you go towards <sighs> close to failure with your dominant leg, your non-dominant leg is unlikely going to be able to match that. So now you've worked your body unevenly. Whereas mm-hmm. if you use your non-dominant leg, your weaker leg, and, and set the reps at close to failure for that one, now you just match that rep with your dominant leg. So you are training your body evenly. Mm. So yeah, any, anytime I do single arm, single leg, anything, I start with non-dominant arm or leg I always first. I'm just going to throw this out there, Mike, for future reference. Don't say obvious after <laughs> stuff like <laughs> Nothing that. Nothing is Roger obvious. Roger that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any kind of a hinge pattern right now, I have to be like super careful with. So yeah. like with barbell rows, I have to have like a different way to do that. Yeah. You know? So I haven't like done that in a while. I've been doing a lot of just like dumbbell bench pressing. So the, the barbell rows, you can also do it where you set the bar on the bench. <laughs> yeah, like and a so seal you don't, row? No, no, on, on top of the, the bench. Uh-huh. And so you'll bend over, get a good position. You just pull the bar to your upper abs and set it right back down the bench. So you're not having to bend all the way down and stabilize Yeah, but I'm still bent, right? You're still what? I'm still bent. You can be bent slightly less. Yeah. You're not going to be... Any, anything where I'm like any right. kind of bent right now is like hit or miss. Right. Sometimes I, it's not then so I would bad. Pay then I would continue doing the single leg stuff. And single leg uh, uh, glute bridges as well or hip mm-hmm. thrusts. Yep. Those are great. And yep. I, I found, because I started doing those again, too. I'm pretty fucking weak on those. Yeah. Single leg, I'm, I'm burning out at about 15 to 20 reps. Yeah, single leg glute bridges are, I mean, glute bridges in general can be kind of hard, but single yeah. leg all of a sudden is like, whoa. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's showing, and, and, you know, you have pretty strong legs. So that's showing a, a, an imbalance there as far yeah, as Yeah, I think I have glute weakness, yeah. but I'm working on it. Yeah, so you, you, could even, you could even do the mini banded. <laughs> glute intolerance. You could do the mini banded single leg um, yeah, hip thrusts. Good, mm-hmm. good. So that starts to work your, your glutes for that external rotation, which a lot of people are weak in. Yeah. There has been a lot of musculature thrown around in here. Yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. did a lot. We, we could probably leave people with that science at this point. Where yeah. we at? A little over an yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to talk about, maybe next time we'll talk about it, uh, about yeah, this like is part one, people. Part, part one. one. Yeah, 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 I want to talk about like because we talked about what to do if you have an injury and like how to adapt and how to make it through that. But like sometimes it's not just an injury that you're no, having to just, adapt. It's to. Life throws shit at it you, and life, people yeah. will just stop things as opposed to to doing the bare minimum to maintain. And we can we can definitely get. I think I think that's a great next episode. We'll cover more of the uh, routines, how to adapt, how to overcome, how to not backslide um, so yeah. that you can still really, really How feel good about How to win that mental game because yeah. it's a mental game. It is. Yeah. What do we say all the time, Mike? Uh, science is easy. Cereal for a <laughs> oh. science. I was like, I don't know. What do we say all the time? Uh, the science is overload. easy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. We do say that too all the time. The science is easy. We're the best. It's We're the so mental science. Yeah, we are. We're <laughs> We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. We will uh, chat more next time about uh, the other things that we were going to get to that we didn't really get we to. We will indeed. But uh, follow us on socials as usual. This is all the stuff, you know. Hit us up on uh, our social page. We've been chatting a bunch in the in our uh, 
group chat. So come join our oh, chat. I'll do a recipe us. next time too. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe two. Maybe okay. two. Wow. <laughs> but maybe not. We're not gonna put that pressure on you. Maybe just maybe. one. Maybe one really, really maybe good. Maybe like one. a dessert. I oh, actually. This is what I had. I had one ready, but I'll, I'll do it next time. All, all right. right. Yeah. All right. Ooh, I'm Very excited good. now. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll we catch you on the flippity flop. Time. Yeah, the flippity flop. I did it for you. You did. That was good.